Hello there, Perimenopause podcast followers. Uh, it's your founder here, Lorna Ive. I'm just talking to you to say sorry for the, there's been a bit of a gap with our podcast. If you're a regular listener, I, um, I had to take a bit of a break. Unfortunately, I was poorly during the corona lockdown with um, severe bleeding. As a result, it turns out that I've got fibroid and adenomyosis. So, um, a whole new world so um thanks for bearing with me and i am looking forward to posting some more pods for you today's pod is from a real life menopause warrior sarah kern otherwise known as pink lady 51 Uh, she's going to tell you about her story and her journey of her menopause and hysterectomy journey so enjoy today, Menos, and I look forward to recording more pods for you. I'm looking forward to, I'm currently in the process of organising season two, so there'll be lots more pods on the way. So thanks again, and apologise for the the gap in the flow of the podcast. So uh, enjoy. Stay safe. Good evening, and welcome to Perimenopause Podcasts. I'm here this evening talking to Sarah Kern, otherwise known as Pink Gin. Uh, well, I'd like to say pink gin, but you never know. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi, yeah. I think we could all do the pink gin tonight, couldn't we? I think. We... Yeah, and a vast bottle of prosecco, I think, as well. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be on my uh, list of things tonight. I think sit down. Uh, exactly. A day of social media and technology all day. But me and Sarah both met online, didn't we? Through yes, we did all the menopause awareness last year, and um, we corresponded with each other, and we've related to each other and supported each other over the last yeah. year or so haven't we and um we've both had a... yeah it's been about a year actually hasn't it yeah yeah so um and you and you come you live in manchester now don't you yes i do i lived in sussex in fact we have a mutual friend yeah, and yeah. um i used to live in sussex until about 18 months ago coming up to two years uh, quite a big move, quite a big change, in, mm-hmm. particularly in the menopause story. So that's, you know, it's been quite good to see both sides of, you know, different parts of the country, actually. So yeah. and how they operate, uh-huh. literally, in my case. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's been good to it's been good to see that perspective. Uh-huh. Good. And um, and and how are things with your with the with your menopause now? Is it all? How is the... Well, there's a long question. <laughs> Um, right now, um, as a lot of people, a lot of people have been struggling for HRT, that's kind of where I am now. Um, my latest HRT, I'm meant to be on 150 milligrams of estradiol mm-hmm. a day. So mm-hmm. that's for people who don't understand that, that's actually, and there was confusion at the GP. Mm-hmm. That actually means 150 milligram patches, um, and that's changed twice weekly, not every day. Um, oh, okay. Hence the confusion at the GP. Uh-huh. That's actually for many women an exceedingly high dose, mm-hmm. and I haven't even been able to reach 150 simply because of the lack of HRT uh-huh. um, and the lack of those patches. So have rescheduled my latest appointment. I mean, who knows? Let's face it, everyone, you know, that our appointments are going to be all over the place. Yeah. Maybe online, mm-hmm. maybe not, maybe over the phone. Um, but we're leaving it for another month just so I can basically, now estradiol is available again okay. in certain doses uh, to be mm-hmm. able to go back up there. Um, side effects, I developed a rather lovely 
constant half half flush, which is yeah. just joyful. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny. You know, it's not funny. It, well, it kind of is funny because I literally look like I've been drinking <laughs> every <laughs> single evening. I suddenly go very bright red, and it's not all over my face. Uh-huh. It's literally from the nose down, oh. which is deadly attractive um <laughs> you know and then you look like a complete idiot uh-huh. you're fanning yourself wildly um <laughs> oh massive anxiety i think everybody's got that but i have noticed uh, actually like a lot of women how very anxious i am uh-huh. still have lots of the aches and pains so to explain to everyone very very quickly i had uh, the remainder of a total hysterectomy done last uh-huh. year uh-huh. um my first part, uh, partial hysterectomy, was done um, actually about five years ago, six years ago, mm-hmm. when I was 42. I'm now 48. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've gone through the whole sort of gamut of perimenopause and full menopause, a chemical mes- menopause as well. Mm-hmm. So it's been you a very, very a long bit of a journey, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah very long journey. Mm. But, yeah. Um, have I noticed any kind of changes in um, exertion level? No. Mm-hmm. Frankly, uh, wanting to be horizontal most of the time <laughs> um, is, is about where I'm at. Um, you know, just the usual thing, the kind of things that I think all women going through the menopause will hit upon at some point. Yeah. I'm using the menopause, by the way, to cover all parts of it because it's the one word that most women will understand. Yeah. Yeah, and did you before you had the hysterectomy? Did was you did you have perimenopause or was it just no no no? I had I just my hysterectomy was done because I had I'd like to call it quite a lot of carry moments. <laughs> I, it was it was great. Yeah, we've had this conversation we? by the Seven Sisters National Park. Oh, that was exciting. Yeah, with my mum on oh. the beach. Um, but yeah, it's it simply because of that because I've had a long history of um, mm-hmm. issues and problems from fibroids and cysts and mm. you know all the usual things. Um, do you think? And do, you think of, do you think the menopause? You know, women that have, as you say, fibroids. The bleeding mm-hmm. part it doesn't really get mentioned, is it? Because people think that menopause no. is oh, it stops you stop bleeding, but actually, you can get more bleeding, can't you? Yeah. So and that I can become sure. unmanageable. Yeah. Yeah, I am not actually sure how connected that is. I actually, um, when the guy whipped my womb out, Mm -hmm. because we kept in my ovaries, as you know, that was the whole point, was just to take away the least part possible. Um, We discovered, I can never pronounce this, I think it's called amniomyosis, and this is only treatable with a hysterectomy. Um, And we didn't, you can't find it until afterwards um because okay. it's um it's endometriosis but within the actual uh muscle and lining of the uterus and oh, okay. it's the only treatment is hysterectomy uh-huh. um and so what i was experiencing was what is called flooding oh. which is just beautiful uh-huh. um you know and it is my GP thought I was having a miscarriage and I've ended up in A&E a number of times because the bleeding was so awful. Yeah, you poor um, thing. So it's, it's kind of, um, it is difficult to say whether actually that really did mean that I was perimenopausal yeah. um, because because of the issues that I'd had yeah, previously. Yeah. Um, I think that anything unusual 
like that that mm-hmm. is not your usual pattern B it's that you are on you know the pill the coil or whatever mm-hmm. anything that isn't your usual you absolutely should see your GP yeah because there are any number of reasons for these things to happen mm-hmm. but it's it's to you know make a note of it and just yeah. you know particularly if it keeps reoccurring yeah, it's um, quite and, hard though doesn't it sometimes when yeah when you're in the throes of it and you're feeling awful and yeah, you think absolutely. oh, and then you think oh, I haven't made the notes, I haven't kept the symptoms. But it's important yeah. to once you once you keep a track of it all, you can see. Yeah, put it in your phone. Don't even have yeah. to find a notebook. Yeah, I mean, you know, I am so forgetful now that yeah. I can write it in a notebook and find it six months later. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I'm a bit like that with to do lists. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's oh the one God. from three weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, wow, I really was on it that day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, and your to-do list is like five pages long and come, come back to it and go, wow. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. Uh, but, yes, put it in your phone. It's one thing that most of us have on us, um, glued to our hands at all times. Um, what saying this... Saying this, I was meant to start keeping track because I'm asthmatic of my peak oh, flow. Mm-hmm. Well, I've done it for one day. <laughs> about two days my, ago. Like, we've had so much to take in with everything. It's, it's oh, so much going yeah. on. I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you know. And also, that's the other thing. Don't always go, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You know, we, we do... Um, yeah. tend to I think because we all deal with so much to just put things to the back of our minds yeah and we'll so just... if it's unusual for you it's unusual for you yeah yeah I agree and it's easy and it's very easy to get caught up in family yeah. life life yes. and to think oh it's normal it's okay it's okay it's okay but then actually when you sit down and think about it I think actually that's yeah. been going on for three months I shouldn't be feeling like that and Exactly. And, and weirdly, I mean, certainly, I mean, you know, my first reaction when I've had my first partial hysterectomy was like, yes, no more periods. <laughs> and that's great. But I don't think it, people really realise what an absolute impact it makes to suddenly not have that. Yeah. Not have that worry every month because you're, you're, you could be completely erratic or yeah. you can bleed for two weeks, which has happened yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to not have that, it's quite strange. Yeah. Find yourself, you know, when you have that weird sensation when you have a limb amputated, mm-hmm. you will find yourself checking yeah. literally every time you go to the bathroom. Oh. And that carried on for me for, for months. Oh, wow. Months. Yeah. Because you, you're, you're so into this psyche of, uh-huh. of checking yourself mm-hmm. and, and making sure everything's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah understandably, yeah. Very strange. Um or I could just be very weird uh-huh. and, Aww. you know, but lovely. we all have things that we do that, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, that we just continue doing sometimes. Um, so, yeah, just if it's unusual for you, write it down yeah. if you can remember mm-hmm. where you've put it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also don't immediately panic. Um you, the, the GP, if that's who you first refer to, needs to see a pattern or needs yes. to see a set of things. So yeah. don't immediately phone them up and say, yeah. I'm perimenopausal. Yeah, I've got 34 because, symptoms and, yeah. Yes, because frankly, right now, I think all of us would hit every single box. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
I think, you know, so just just take a considered view of it uh-huh. um, and, and just, yeah, make a note of it. So at least you've got evidence in your hand. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that, that's, yeah. that's important as well, I think, because yeah. when, when it first starts happening to you, you're not prepared for all of this, are you? Then when you go and see the doctor, you leave the doctor's appointment feeling like you haven't really got yeah. across what you what, what was actually wrong with you and you come out thinking oh I didn't mention this I didn't mention that and that happens yeah. and that happens so I think that's a good point that's a really good point to make and especially if you like me have underlying medical mm-hmm. issues so I have asthma oh, yeah, I yeah. have ME mm-hmm. and some of what has happened to me could be attributed to that yeah um my my menopause journey is very different to yours mm-hmm. um because um the next stage of mine happened, I was on something called Zolodex uh, for a year. Their injections there were oh, really yeah, not nice. telling me about those, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the needle is essentially like you are having your pet microchipped. So <laughs> it's not great. This <laughs> is a drug that is a complete hormone blocker. So for about a year before my surgery, I had literally no hormones and I mean no hormones I mean female hormones I don't mean all the others yeah um and we include testosterone in on that so Mm -hmm. let's just remember that Mm -hmm. um I had none of those and um there came a point where I had to have a bit of HRT to help level some stuff out but Mm -hmm. that just wasn't enough that's a very very different experience and then to go straight into a uh surgery Mm. um it means you you have started your menopause. So I would have started my I'm 48 this year. I technically started my menop- full menopause when I was 46, having oh. started a journey at 42, which is oh. very early. Yeah. 46 is very early. Yeah. Um, like yourself, and so my experience is very different. So any women going through or having to have a hysterectomy, it is not only the fear of surgery. Um, and as you know, in my case, uh, this last surgery was an eight-month recovery. I was on yeah. antibiotics for six months. Mm. Um, these are long, You've really had a rough journeys. time, haven't you? You've really been through it, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's weird. But, but maybe now that that's it now, get your... Well, I hope so. Get the hysterectomies yeah. all done and, you know, you hopefully yes. it'll all calm. Do you feel better since you've had it all uh, done? I'm, I know I'm, you I'm mentioned the bleeding. There. I'm getting there. Yeah. Yeah. It probably took, so I had my surgery last January, it took mm-hmm. a whole year, I yeah, would say. Yeah. Um, and then just as I joined the gym, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> and of course now tonight, uh, so tonight's <laughs> announcement was all of our leisure activities are um, stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by that is all gyms, all sports centres, mm-hmm. all cafes, you know, quite rightly. Yeah, um, I haven't seen so the news I, yet, so I'm... <laughs> yeah. So I started swimming, and uh, mm-hmm. and now I can't. Um, I don't have anywhere to go wild swimming with near me, which is something I would do. Yeah. Um, so I would say I know you know we were talking uh, and I have talked about uh, things. The things I wished I had done mm-hmm. um, was I wished I had been fitter. Mm-hmm. And I mean, do you think do you think that that was where you had the you know the, the issues? Yes, you I didn't have I, the energy I I and and, and also stronger. Yeah, and and also you know. The, so you'd done a class, you might have done a class and then you might have had a bleed. You, it's all those yeah. things. So it's not, yeah. so don't be too hard. Asthma, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think for me, I've had abdominal surgery four times uh-huh. because they couldn't, they couldn't do the two hysterectomy surgeries any other way. I right. had two cesareans. So, uh, you know, I have 
really poor abdominal muscle strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can, in the job that I do, I can lift 20 litre containers and I can lift 25 kilos of flour. Wow. I cannot, I cannot, however, do a plank. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not can I anymore. I, you know, I cannot actually, um, I can't do a sit-up, I can't do any of those things that we talk about abdominal strength. Mm. So that's something, I, I one of the sort of giveaways I would say is if you're going to do anything, don't worry about your arms. I mean, they'll look beautiful, but seriously, getting ab strength and core strength, yes. not even ab strength six-pack, but core yeah. strength, I think, would have made all the difference um, to me Um, and trying not to put on weight I have put on a huge amount of weight since HRT Uh, I know a lot of people you know the manufacturers say it doesn't happen yes it It does does, yeah it It fluctuates doesn't it It, it, yes it fluctuates and have you found different HRT as well as added to it like different formats of it I have Interestingly, um, I was given a generic HRT in place of Estradot, and the first thing that happened was my skin just, uh, if people don't use patches, they can be quite irritating. Mm. I mean, apart from the really, really attractive, and I've done this before, the marks you get, oh, yeah. <laughs> get around the patches, and then you forget to take them <laughs> off the marks, and then you go to see your consultant, and it's like, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> you must think I'm really scuzzy. But yes, so some HRT patches are so huge, oh. you are literally a piece of walking plastic. <laughs> and another estradot, thankfully, is quite small and quite neat. Yeah, they're not too bad um, ones, are they? Mm. Yeah, so, uh, please don't put them up on your thighs because they'll rub off. Yeah. Um, and so also I found HRT. underwear, certain underwear. If you yes. had certain underwear on and, and the nipple Granny line. pants are the best thing <laughs> ever. <laughs> big girl oh, pants. Big, Nothing wrong with a big pair of big girl pants. No, exactly. A big pair of Bridget's all the way. <laughs> um, if you have if really, really hot summer, your HRT patch will fall off uh-huh. like, yeah. really easily. I think last year was horrific for that. Yeah. Um, and I found as well also certain products. I had to change yes. all my shower gels and things. I had to, I have to yeah. use moisturising stuff now. I can't use like shower gels and things. Yes, that's yeah. that, that, yeah. I noticed that made a difference with my HRT. Yeah, don't put moisturiser on if you can help it mm-hmm. uh, in the areas where you're meant to be putting the patches on. Mm-hmm. Don't use baby oil. Yeah, that was a that's a class moment. I'm not saying don't have fun. Forgotten people, what that's like. Just, just not on that side. Not <laughs> on your HRT <laughs> side. Um, yeah. Just also, just don't go straight in for the big guns. You're going to have to start low. Mm. You will always be started on around 25. Uh-huh. I'm presuming we're going to say milligrams, but you know, yeah. 25, the smallest patch available. Um, because actually the point of it is, is to give you the maximum result for the least amount of patch. Uh-huh. Or you're in my case and you have to bring it all on and just literally be covered in patches. <laughs> um, now that theoretically is going to settle back down and then the aim is to be off that as quickly as possible uh-huh. but when you are particularly in a full complete no hormone menopause mm. they have to give you something to stabilize you mm-hmm. um, take all the vitamins and minerals you know you I end was, up was, rattling around i was going to ask you what do you take anything to supplement yeah, yeah. 
Um, when I remember, even though they're right in front of the kettle, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, isn't it? So, you know, I've still got the old pots of um, evening primrose on. I'm like, oh, I must have that because I feel bad about throwing it away. Um, so, yeah, I multivitamin. And actually, in these times right now, everyone crack on with their vitamin C and zinc. Yeah. Um, get some multivitamins. I know, you know, everyone's panic buying. Mm. Get multivitamins because mm-hmm. that's going to just help back up everything. Yeah. Um, calcium. Yeah. Uh, I make sure I have full fat okay. Uh, dairy. Okay. If you are vegan, mm-hmm. um, make sure that all of your dairy alternatives are fully enriched and take supplements suitable for vegans. Okay. Um, it's, is critically important, um, especially when you are um, below 50 because osteoporosis is no joke. So please get all the help that you can get for that. Yeah, there's osteoporosis Um, in my family. Yes. So um, my joints, I know my HRT, I've got to change my treatment, but um, my joints are terrible, my wrists, my ankles and things. So, um, yeah. So yeah, so and 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 we're talking about core strength. Mm -hmm. Um, This is also something I'm going to be digging out my Sean T workout. (laughs) But actually, it is to do weight bearing. Yeah, Uh, weight bearing helps with all of that. There's some good. um, There's some good fitness. There's lots of lots of them more. All the fitness people are coming out, putting out workouts online. So that so that's handy now. You can do it from home. You've got a lot. We've got more of a choice now, haven't we? Exactly. Yoga yeah. and Pilates, if you need to wait, uh, there it's pretty good. I say that. I don't actually do either of them. Uh-huh. I kind of look at them and go, oh, man, no. Um, I'm always I, exhausted. Yes, exactly. The fatigue, let's talk about some of the symptoms. Fatigue, yeah. what is that? Yeah. I mean, I have ME, so I'm, I'm used to fatigue, but uh-huh. sometimes. I was going to say, how know, does that affect your, how does that affect you when you said you were horizontal? Is that Was that a mixture yeah. of both, do you think? and. I, I think it's a bit of both. Mm. Uh, I think that um, the high anxiety, particularly, we're all feeling right now. And, mm. you know, let's just put a name to it. We are all incredibly worried right now. Yeah. And I think that the uh, menopause hasn't really helped with that because I have <laughs> gone through literally like complete and utter almost manic hysteria of yes, and stuff. And just kind of on it with the list <laughs> and then you kind of pretty much fall straight back into the oh my god what are we going to do because yeah. we've all got a lot of financial worries and yeah. job security mm-hmm. and I think being menopausal hasn't helped with that yeah my um, I feel my symptoms creeping up a little bit this week yes, uh, last, night, last night insomnia came back our good old friend insomnia yes. And, oh, then, tell me about and then the nausea this morning so the nausea yeah. that was lovely so I thought, oh I've missed you <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah if by the way if anybody really really is suffering from hot flushes really badly um have a look at some of the alternative medications i am on something called gabapentin mm-hmm. which is a, a neuroblock it's actually for my emmy one of the side effects of gabapentin is actually it helps to damp down hot flushes oh. so it's worth looking at a lot of other things but yeah on on that kind of whole anxiety thing mm. um 
yeah. could feel it starting this, really starting this week as things were ramping up, mm. partly because uh, my mum was flying home to America, so we were all very anxious about her. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, this is probably my one of my worst HRT moments. I'm going to the hospital this week to go and see my chest specialist. I have not been very good with my asthma, yeah. and uh, so people, please do your inhalers. And I'm thinking, how am I going to get around this? Because I can't find any paperwork because God knows where I put it. It's probably somewhere safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, because I've been recovering and there's been lots of things going on. Mm-hmm. It's, been, um, it's just been crazy. I've, I've just been a bit rubbish. So mm-hmm. I'm sat there and she's testing me and I know she is because I'm basically making it up. And, <laughs> and then I can feel this hot flush coming on because I'm also really embarrassed. Yeah. This hot and they flush. always come, don't they, when you really, really yeah. don't need it. It's just like, why now? Why? Why, why now? now? Why now? And There's I'm nothing you can do like, about it, is it? You just have to you just sort of look at the other person. It's like, please, just, just can we just get this over and done with quickly? It's, it's too I hot. I know, and, she's, and I can tell she's like literally looking at me because my face is done this weird half red thing <laughs> it's just so bad and i'm trying to laugh my way through it it, it's, it feels as if you it feels as if you've got, got someone friends. holding like um you know like a, a bedside lamp yeah it's your face <laughs> you just think oh. you feel like you're a mastermind you've just got this big light on your head just like oh um, you know you can never be a spy ever again <laughs> <laughs> just give it away just give it away so I'm about to get a really good telling off and you know when a doctor like tells you off you have to look really contrite I burst into tears oh. <laughs> because my seriously emotionally and anxiety I'm just like oh my god and it's oh. like absolute tool <laughs> see what an idiot oh god I'm so sorry it's my own animals and she's like look at me going really <laughs> And she thought, I can have a tissue. And it's like the most embarrassing. So that's probably my worst, apart from like carry moments. I was going to say to you, what, what is your worst, what's, your one, what's one of your worst menno moments? Oh my God, that was one menno moment. But I think yeah. pre having my first sister wrecked me, apart from being stuck at Seven Sisters and actually oh, yeah. Park, which if any of you know is in like, middle nowhere. By the sea in the middle of nowhere. And saying to my mother, oh, God, have you got a change of pants? <laughs> I'm, like, kind of trying to struggle to walk back up the National Path Trail, oh, bless you. which is windy as hell, yeah. and keeping your knees together so nothing yeah. falls And out. all you want to do is probably just lay down. You don't want to be doing that. I <sighs> bet it was, was it hot? Bleeding. It was It was actually, we were lucky it was windy. I think the wind <laughs> was blowing me in the right direction. Oh, it's all right, then. <laughs> and then one of the worst ones was when I was in uh, uh, I was pushing my daughter so she was two so you know I was I was 42 uh-huh. and um, I kind of thought that's a bit weird this is my first ever flooding moment so that's a bit weird that feels a bit odd and I get up to you know Cafe Nero as you do <laughs> and um, I'm just going to go to the bathroom Oh my god! I have never seen anything like it. That was my carry moment, moment. number oh. one, oh. and it was awful. And I was like, "Thank God, I'm wearing a long dress yeah. over my trousers, yeah. and thank God I'm wearing trousers." Yeah. <laughs> because you know, you're just trying to hold it in. It's. Do you remember when you were ever at school and uh, caught short and used toilet roll? Yeah. Yeah, I had 
a lot of that going on. It was not attractive. (laughs) Trying to, you know, so it's things like that. Those are the things that get me. Oh, and shouting at my family quite a lot. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Bad birthdays. Because you're like, oh, my God, the rage. Let's talk about the rage. I know. It just comes from nowhere, doesn't it? it? Just And you think, oh, I was fine just a minute ago. Where's this come from? Why am I just, why am I ranting like a banshee? What, 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 what's triggered that? Do you feel like that? Com- yes, completely irrational. <laughs> completely irrational. It can be fine um, in the next minute. Rah! I don't, and it's over like the most ridiculous thing, like somebody hasn't put a fork in the right place. <laughs> or coming back from work and reloading the dishwasher oh, because it's, it's not my being pet done properly. It's my pet oh height. my god. I have a system. Don't mess with it. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? And do you get the look like, as well? Do you get the look of like, ooh, ooh, like what, what's upset yes. them? Ooh. And that yes. riles you even more, doesn't it? It makes you think, what are they looking at? Why, why, what, what have I done wrong? And your heart's going really fast. And you're <laughs> like, oh, my God, and then the hot flush starts. And then you have to go and fling open the door. Although, can we do that now? I have to go and fling open the, <laughs> the door. door. I'm like, oh, my God, what? And then you start shouting to people, and you're like, oh, it's great. I, I remember um, I remember we'd been on holiday and my symptoms had got quite bad and uh, I hadn't realised because we had such great air conditioning on holiday and it just I, I slept great. It was but my husband was freezing and uh, when we come home my symptoms got worse and um, uh, I'd covered myself all in after sun. You know, didn't realise this was all menopause stuff and it was quite warm and I'd gone to a friend for coffee and uh, sitting there talking and I also had a hot flush come on. And it, it was from the top of my head all the way down, all the way to my toes. It was just rolling off me because of the moisturiser. And um, <laughs> and in the end, I said, I just can't drink the coffee. Can I please have a glass of water? And um, so I had that. And then when I got up to leave, when I looked behind me, I'd left an imprint on the sofa. Oh, my God, there is nothing worse. I, I was just mortified, doesn't it? I was just like, I just went, Bye. <laughs> I got home and I was like, what just happened? What happened to me? What happened? Why? Where did that all come from? Don't you think plastic chair imprints are the worst as well? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just awful. Like, it's like, oh. You have God, to double check, um, don't you? You think, oh, should I just yes. check? Should I just check? You're double checking. Oh my God. So, so when you get past all that, it's great. But so summers are the worst for me. Yeah. So I'm the person because I have quite a cold hands and feet as well. <laughs> Circulation is quite bad. So, you know, I'm a two duvet person in the winter right. with socks. I wear layers. So layer up, ladies, because yeah. you can just whip it off. Yeah. But in the summer, you have nowhere to hide. Yeah. It's, you know, it is the worst. And I just pray for summer to be over yeah <laughs> please let me go back i know i used to, to love i used to love the summer and the sunshine but now i think oh yeah. just when you when you get all the hormonal symptoms and you, it's like oh it's just you get so hot and i think oh yeah. i can't bother getting all hot i'll get that just in the day i don't need to sit in the sun yeah. to get that but, um, so you Hello. so have you, have you been supported within your workplace where you work <laughs> Um, so when it really hit, um, so probably the last couple of years, um, I 
do a lot of work in the, the coffee industry. So I've been a barista. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being over a steam wand is not really yeah. conducive <laughs> to, to being with hot flushes. So, you know, working in sort of small cafes and things like that, there's either air conditioning or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Put the water, squeeze out all the water, and stick them in a bag, obviously, uh-huh. and then put them in the freezer as and when you need it because they defrost very quickly. A good idea. They don't stick to your, you don't stick to your face, <laughs> and you don't get a really bad freezer burn. So all yeah. the rest of it. So that was one thing. That was a real trick that I had. That's a good um, tip. Yeah. Yeah, keeping doors open, windows open, generally. Um, people have been pretty supportive. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the usual kind of jokes, mostly made by me. Um, and just I've because of the kind of work I do, I've always been able to sort of wear the lightest possible clothing. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and that's been pretty supportive. I know lots of people don't have that support, but yeah, it given, must be awful for certain people yeah. that are. In I think the emergency services when they have to wear that thick yeah. cotton, I think oh it must be so hot, especially nurses and yeah and nylon yeah yeah girls not best friend <laughs> not at the really? best of times it's just awful and chafing I mean let's not even go there oh but, God, um, yeah that's a whole other podcast oh it is such a whole other podcast I mean you know I used to cut up tights just to avoid the chafe so I've never found anything that works um but just on a general level I've been um, quite supportive because I've basically been quite bullshy about it and Uh said you know open that door or um I'm using the freezer or I'll just step inside the freezer um uh, but I know lots of women don't have that backup. Yeah. But I think do you now think, there's do you think awareness. The, yeah. Do you think yeah. the anxiety as well with that though as well? Some women, you know, the the the, the symptoms that you get, and if you've got the anxiety as well, sometimes some women it's hard to verb like communicate that. It's yeah, yeah. I think also that um, because the symptoms are so varied and what there's a mm. checklist of about thirty of them, a lot of the times, especially in perimenopause, women get misdiagnosed mm. and they get misdiagnosed as having depression or just anxiety yeah. or mm-hmm. other things, and that is why actually, although we'll probably all lose that list, it is really important to note your symptoms yeah. so that you can go in and fight your corner. Yeah. Yeah. And the blood tests don't always show stuff. You almost have to go back and keep asking for them. Yeah. Um, because they don't, they like don't to, always do pick they? things up. No. They don't no. like to It's do a bit it, like going to ask for your cholesterol to be done. Yeah. It's it's one of those things. And uh, particularly for those women going through early menopause, uh, unless, you know, like me, you've had, you, there is a reason behind it and it's complete and utter and it's very obvious. And, you know, the day you had your surgery, it's it, that's it, you're in it. Mm. Um, I think that if you are quite young, mm. um, then I think that absolutely arming yourself to the teeth. Yeah. And if you're a doctor, you don't get any joy with that doctor. Go to Change, one. yeah. That's what Ask, I had. That's yeah. what I had to do in the end because yes. I, I didn't yeah. have any idea what was happening. And um, and you're right. That that was why I set up perimenopause really, just to yeah, to help women to know what to expect yes. and and to raise the awareness so that women don't have to go. You know, no one goes through that 
what I had to go through mm. and yourself. So um, exactly, and yeah. and um, your GP is key. I, I've had mm. amazing GPs, mm-hmm. uh, not always women, to be fair, but mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I've had amazing GPs, yeah, and find out who. Yes, there will always be somebody within your practice who should specialise, or mm. that is their area of interest. Yeah. That is the person you want to get involved with. Okay. That could be a practice nurse, it could be a GP, mm-hmm. you know, it could be that they can outsource, have a look, yeah. have a look around at what's locally available yeah. to you. Yeah, if there wasn't much um, here where I was, my, my surgery yeah. was, was terrible. Um, at the time so um, so that's good advice for, for other yeah. women that's good advice but, so and also you know if you're all in the same area there's going to be a lot of women who are going to be knocking on their on their GP sur- same GP surgery mm. you know try you know use your local Facebook group for example to find out who's in that surgery yeah. and get a band of you together and demand demand something yeah because somebody has to come up with something because there is you know they're a general health um practitioner that's what a gp is they should be tackling this so actually if you don't need to be referred to a specialist because that's unfortunately where a lot of us end up um because gps don't have the time don't have the inclination well actually it frees up that service for people who like myself, like you, have mm-hmm. experienced the worst side of it. Yeah. Some women will sail through the menopause mm. with literally little or no symptoms, and, you know, that's amazing. But even for those women, I'd be checking calcium levels. Yeah. I mean, just because you have no symptoms doesn't mean your impact isn't going to happen later. Yeah, it still so, needs checking. Yeah. Exactly. Be yeah. mindful. Just actually be of that age i mean there's a lot of debate about um taking soya and things like that i personally stay away from it mm-hmm. uh, not least because my daughter is allergic to it so okay. but you know do whatever it takes to make sure you're getting um full support for it uh-huh. that's good advice you know? yeah that's yeah good. thank you i think it's really key and i'm very pleased that um they had that week on the bbc and people yeah. are much more aware of it but yeah it really don't helped, let that didn't stop it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it really did. Yeah, because hopefully they'll bring in some training for GPs and yes, and then within the workplace because we're all going to be working for much longer into an older age. Exactly. Um, exactly. So we're well, into our seventies now, I think. So yeah. I think that it's really so it's got to be to get that message out there. It's got to be addressed, and also as you say, for younger people, they need to know as well. So it's good that because yeah. it wasn't really talked about our generation, was it? We just had sex yeah. education. It was periods. And yeah. then it was just on the menopause because your periods stop. And that was it. That's all I can remember. Um, yeah, exactly. And if you think about the fact that it took um, Jade Goody to talk about cervical cancer, yeah. you know, and what a massive impact that had, mm. the more people that we can get behind the sort of mellow movement, if you like, yeah. the better. Yeah. Because, you know, I know times are really worrying right now and it doesn't mean you have to suffer in silence. The GP is there to help. Now, yeah. it could be that you just start an initial consultation and, you know, a few months down the line, because they'll likely tell you to go away and write a list of symptoms and, you know, frequency and things like that. Mm-hmm. So whilst we're dealing with a you know potential 12-week lockdown mm. let's all look to see how we can help and we were talking earlier about mental health and I think mm. that's really critical 
that when you're the anxiety and link with mental health so some of the things that i've done um I am part of a Women in Coffee collective. I help organise things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds um, good. Gonna, yeah, it's for women. And you make cakes as well, industry. don't you? Yeah, I do make cakes. They're I'm lovely. thinking of doing a lockdown brownies. Oh, that's my next one. So I might send you some. Oh yeah, of course, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was about to Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> but um, the thing that we tried tried last night and the thing that we're going to do just as part of our coffee community is that we are going to do um, virtual coffee mornings. So we're going to be on, we're going to either do it by Facebook, don't know yet, but um, okay. or, or uh, WhatsApp. But it's basically not audio like we're doing a podcast now. It's actually like FaceTime. Yeah. And if pick a time, all connect up, drink your coffee mm-hmm. and just talk. Just yeah talk so that's one thing i know everyone's going yeah facetime facetime we have technology at our fingertips that, yeah you know our parents didn't have well they do now but i'm talking about right now mm. and in terms of what we can do to support each yeah. other yeah i agree link up with your friends yeah book a coffee morning i'm going to start doing it with groups of friends you know moms from school uh-huh. and other people yeah um, good idea just, yeah sit down it doesn't have to be coffee, by the way. Gin, prosecco, yeah. Yeah. wine. Other other options are available. <laughs> but, you know, just um, there's some great things on Twitter that I've seen, like Kitchen Disco. Oh. Seven o'clock every night. Look at it on uh, Twitter. It's called Kitchen Disco. Kitchen Seven disco. o'clock every night. Okay. There's a disco in the kitchen. All right, that sounds good. Things like that. I'll that see you, you at the do. Kitchen Disco. See you at the kitchen disco. disco. You know, um, a virtual dining room disco. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> Just get together with your mates for a mad ten minutes. Yeah, that yeah, sounds good fun. Yeah, you know, get the get the disco lights on. Um, all those things that they're talking about. I've suddenly realised that apparently I can do some gardening. I my gardening basically uh, is is chop everything. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be the new Monty Don in the garden. No, <laughs> I'm going to. I'm, my garden is going to look like the apocalypse when I finish with it. But <laughs> um, today was all about cleaning out the kitchen cupboards. Right. This is what I mean by lists. Um, and uh, there is a reason for this, not because I'm going full tilt on on cleanliness, uh, <laughs> which I should be because I bake cakes. But it's because actually we're getting a kit. Oh, I'm just going. Oh my God, everything needs to be clean. Oh, so, oh that'd be yeah. fun. Um, empty your drawers, which again doesn't <laughs> mean what it sounds. <laughs> Get rid of everything. <laughs> <laughs> open your windows, everybody. Open your windows. Yeah, I've been doing that. It, it's meant to be very good, so just open your windows uh-huh. and start clearing out your cupboards, get rid of all that stuff. Well, like, it was uh, interesting because yesterday, my, like I said, my husband would be working from home um, yeah. soon, soon, and then my daughters might be coming home. So there'd be loads of us at home. And uh, so, oh, I haven't got enough fun. I need some more desks. I need this. I need that. Yeah. And I just went to the second-hand shop in the end because I thought, oh, I'll just get it, you know. And it was yeah. so busy. There were so many people in there buying things. People Doing were buying, exactly the same. Yeah, people were buying bikes. Um, yeah. beds and there were people there like me buying yep. all the I bought the last desk um it was it's yeah. so interesting just I thought like that things have just changed yeah no one's Absolutely. going to no. I will say discover what's under your kitchen sink <laughs> I have discovered we have quite a lot of cleaning materials we don't have to buy so up here oh, in so Manchester you... we have to we have food food you know um 
waste bags uh -huh. so you know our black bin has never been cleaner um and i don't actually have to buy any for a long time oh. and um you know i've discovered about five rolls of bin bags <laughs> things like this so i've been very organized now where we're going to put this stuff i have no idea yeah, yeah. um but yeah, trying oh, to get you never know. Stuff. Maybe you could put them at the Sharing end of the stuff. yeah. Maybe put at the end of the driveway. Seeing as social distancing, you could put them there if people. Yes, maybe that this might. This is something I was thinking of. That I was, you know, just please take me. You know, uh, when yeah. I was in Lewisham, we used to do that. If there were things that we no longer needed, we just put them on the um, edge yeah. of the curb and say, "Please take me. I'm free." Yeah, and uh, I did that once with. Um, do you remember those really awful um, ball pit balls? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> face off with our kids i did that once and then um, put them in a black <laughs> and then discovered no one out the next morning that they were kind of part way down the road <laughs> someone had been having fun <laughs> yeah. and, and clearly the bag had ripped Aww. so i pretended not to see them but then realized that was really bad enough to pick them all up and put them <laughs> in the bin it was yeah so just be careful what you put out oh, folks Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's other things. Um, do things like, um, I don't know if you've heard of something called viral kindness. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah, so if people don't know it, it's about it. It's basically putting postcards um, through people's doors to say, if you're going through it at the moment, this okay. is what I can do to help. Okay. Um, I have seen things like virtual, li you know, putting libraries out there. So books that oh. you don't want. Okay. Put books out. That's a good idea. Not when it's raining, people. Yeah. Let's be sensible. Yeah. But whilst we're outside and doing things like that, there are things that you can do that uh -huh. might be able to sort of help. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there are lots of things. And actually, in terms of your menopause, this may help ease some of your worries, some yeah. of the facts. You know, I think we're all fearing the lack of social contact. So, yeah. Well, I've, I've joined know. my local community. I've, um, yeah. I'm a, I deliver food. So I did that. I, I did my yeah. first one today. So that felt, it felt good, actually. It was felt nice. Exactly. It was uh, just a shame that the, the, the people, they're, they're quite elderly and that they went to Tesco's last week and they're terrified because it was so crazy with the way it's people. Heartbreaking, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and um, and it, it just makes you think: why, why are people being so greedy? We're all we're all in the same boat. There's enough. Yeah. There's enough to go round. Well, I don't know why people are hoarding it. It's just bonkers. Yeah, I work in a zero waste shop, which for those of you that don't know, um, is basically it's a shop where you which is plastic free, mm -hmm. you bring in your own containers and you fill with rice and pasta mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. you know, flour. I have never seen yeast. That's all of the discussion. <laughs> off the shelf so quickly. Um, and, you know, bread flour. And um, even there, people, even though our customers are amazing and they really are, even there I'm beginning to see you know, people are really worried because there are food shortages in the supermarkets. Yeah. And um, we got 40 kilos of pasta in and it was all gone in less than 24 hours. It yeah. was crazy. But that's not saying it's people buying huge amounts. We've just had a lot of people through the door. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the other thing I'd say is support local wherever mm. you can. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, those shops 
are lifelines for many people and will be providing um, for the local community and be nice to the people who are working there yeah. because it isn't just the frontline staff, it is actually those people working yeah. in shops mm. where they're supporting you and they're there for a reason, like yeah. Yeah. me. You know, um, so I think at this time it's, it's a good time um, I know it all sounds like platitudes and I don't want anyone to think that that's what we're doing, but these sort of 12 weeks could be a real turning point for all of us. Yeah, it'd be, be nice if something good comes out of this, won't yeah. it? it? You know, yeah. that we all change our habits and yeah, and all climate change and, and just being kind, yeah. kinder, because you say, being kinder to one another. So yeah, and I think that links in very, very closely with the menopause, especially mm. if you are feeling so awful yeah. and you know anyone who's going through it really has our sympathies I think if you're feeling that awful yeah. just having a small ray of sunshine mm. just metaphorically or physically can make all the difference you know if you are going through it and there's sun outside get a book sit outside yeah definitely, I agree yeah and just just or just in the peace and quiet just sit on the chair and just close yes. your eyes and and it was been quite nice without all the airplanes can actually hear the birds yeah. because it's, it's lovely yes. so um yeah. so yeah so maybe yeah, just take things some like peace. that mm. you know just just taking care of each other just you know really kind of get onto twitter yeah that's quite a laugh yeah I mean, we like twitter don't we mean you Oh, yeah, we do like Twitter. Um, <laughs> um, I do lots of things where I do quite angry tweets and then delete them. <laughs> do you do that? Because no, I see I, I, I think, hmm, maybe you shouldn't say that. Uh, I just, um, I, um, I, I'm uh, quite mindful now. I did go through a phase. I was, I've never trolled anyone, but you know, you just go, oh, I want to say something. Anything. You know, <laughs> just take a step back. Yeah. These are those moments where you just need to stop right now. <laughs> was it a menno moment? Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, menno moment. Don't do it. So, who would um, you like? Who would you like to give a shout out to? You. Like, oh, thank you. you. Because, um I think I haven't. To be so. fair, I'm not connected with a lot of uh, menno because there's so much out there. Um, oh, I you. obviously um, see now I'm going to have a moment I had it all in my head uh, <laughs> Louise mentioned on BBC I think she's amazing mm-hmm. um, I think that all of the things that people are trying to do but yeah definitely I think you and I have connected quite a lot and yeah. just having somebody else I can go rah to yeah. knowing you know and your dancing lady um, <laughs> what we do about her I know, seriously. I just like the ridiculous. That would be us at seven o'clock on Twitter. Mm. Exactly. I want to make a bit of a shout out to RuPaul's Drag Race, frankly. Yes. Um, <laughs> just get onto Netflix, people, seriously. Um, watch oh, you Sex got me, Education. You got me hooked well. onto Stranger Things. Yes, all <laughs> of that. And um, I will say, Sex Education is fantastic the just it will make your eyes go what <laughs> I will have, maybe i'll look out for that one then during cabin fever oh yes watch that one um yeah all of that uh, but yeah i think that it's really important to connect with people yeah and uh just to find that one person yeah that you can just have a real giggle with and makes um, all the difference doesn't it i think totally does yeah and and rapport of course because like just amazing yeah um so yeah um other than that um find your community seriously yeah, yeah. find your there. tribe yeah yes yeah. absolutely okay. find your tribe i think we all thought that when we left school 
um, it wouldn't ever be like that again, apart from when you then take your kids back to school and you realise it's never changed. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> and that's a whole other discussion. Um, <laughs> Another podcast there, yeah. Oh, yeah, all about motherland. Um, but I think that as we get older, uh, I think it's really important to connect. Yeah. And the workplace is a whole different thing. But I'm talking about just being with people who understand what you're going through. Yeah. And I and, and yeah. think I've learned as well, if, you're, if it's people that make you feel uncomfortable or don't understand what you're going through, then don't waste your time. It's just be with people <laughs> that make you feel good, make you positive and bring you good energy, totally. I think. You know, and also, life's for living. Be, exactly. And being with that person who, or, or connecting with that person who totally understands what you're going through, and also accepts the fact that sometimes you're going to be really angry. Yeah, and, and, and also it's life. The yeah. menopause is natural. It happens. You know, yeah. it's not a taboo. Um, yeah. It's not something to be sneered at or well, we won't talk about that. Um, yeah. it, it happens. So, you know, it's normal. I think also it's realising that, you know, for some of us, it's going to be a number of years and you know till we get through to the other side yeah um the thing i'm not going to miss golden girl uh, apart, <laughs> apart from the obvious is actually i'm not ever going to miss a hot flush yeah. ever yeah although although i will give it a little bit of positivity the fact that i don't also have to wear socks at night all the time yeah because i get so hot <laughs> um that's that's been a bit of a benefit um and you know i think that things like that um i will not be missing that what's the thing you're not not going to miss um oh, what am i not going to miss i think it's the i don't like the anxiety like oh, yeah that that's the bit that, that really crushed me no um yeah. it just not that I'm a confident person, I, you know, I've had my share of stuff, you know, the interviews, exams, mm. driving tests, that I, I've had anxiety then, if that makes sense, and, yeah, but this was a whole new thing, I, I it just used to come on suddenly, and I've never, ever had that before, and when I found out that was all to link with the menopause, I was really shocked, because I had no idea at all that that was linked, and um, right. and how debilitating that was when I did have it, because you just couldn't do anything, it was horrible, just sort of yeah. immobilised you until it goes, and then you then you can carry on, but... Um, I think the nearest I ever had to that, so in a way I was kind of prepared for it, because it's all hormone linked, was postnatal depression, mm. and it is, that's something that nobody talks about, mm. um, and I think that because I already i already knew about that link i and i knew quite a lot about pnd anyway uh-huh. and i was prepared mm. uh, not that i expected to get it but i was prepared i understood it you know on a very logical level mm-hmm. i was kind of prepared for that anxiety i haven't been prepared for the waves of it though yeah that, that, that's 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 what hit me it was just yeah. you'd be fine and a bit yeah. like the, the 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 rage i suppose and then all of a sudden it would come along and they'd be like, oh, my God, I can't do anything about it. It's, it's what's going on, what's happening to me. Horrible. So that, yeah, I think that's absolutely. for me. I, I, if that goes, I'll be quite pleased about that. And I won't. Yes. Yeah, that'd be quite nice to see the back of that one. But, yes, um, definitely. And what is, what is your daily mantra? What do you live by? What is your daily mantra? <sighs> Hope I don't kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my way. <laughs> Where's the wine? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm supposed to start with something much more positive, but um, <laughs> my daily mantra is um, probably thank God I got through that one. Yeah. Um, you know, pass the wine, 
I've uh-huh. got to kill anyone. Yeah. Um, but also, I am, to be fair, quite a positive person. Yeah, you so are. So I just, I, I, you know, like everybody else, I'm keeping on, keeping on. Yeah. And that's all I can do. And um, I just, and laughing, I just laugh. Yeah. But if you can't <laughs> laugh, what, what, what's the point, really? Exactly. You've got to laugh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and just, you know, reconnect, reconnecting with people uh-huh. and, Either that or just stay out of the way, frankly. Um, you know, I've just been laughing about um, having kids off school and uh, everything else. And I just thought, you know what, Harry Potter had it easy under that cupboard. Just saying. <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's like, how are we all going to do it? So I'm yeah. thinking, let's just keep connecting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Okay, that's lovely. It. Well, thank you for, thank you very much. Does that just be otherwise? <laughs> you and I have just had a nice chat. Ah, well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Totally. And we'll, and we'll work together on, on a project soon, I think. Absolutely, we will. And there might be a part two where we're basically just going to laugh yes. all the way through it. Okay. And, and um, you know, people can just sit there and laugh with us. <laughs> that sounds just, that sounds right. And bring the gin or the Prosecco yes. too. That sounds just even bring better. It, bring it all. Bring it all. We'll cover all bases. It's fine. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. All right then. Talk Take care. Soon. Stay healthy. Bye. 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 Bye.